This is the Astral Dimensions Podcast with out-of-body explorer Vincent Fields, discovering the true nature of reality through astral projection and lucid dreaming. Hey everybody, I'm your host Vince, and this is episode number two of the Astral Dimensions podcast. Today, we're going to discuss in greater detail the nature of astral projection and the nature of lucid dreaming. One of the most common questions that I'm asked is, what is the difference between astral projection and lucid dreaming? And this is actually a really great question, and one that can really only be answered after accumulating enough experiences doing both. Over the years, the similarities and the differences between these experiences become more and more apparent. And once you've identified some of these similarities and differences, you can begin to explore each of them with greater and greater detail and depth through experimentation and careful examination of the nature of these experiences. And you can even shift between these two types of experiences because in reality, astral projection and lucid dreaming aren't two completely separate things, but they actually exist in a type of spectrum within your own consciousness. And it's your own state of consciousness that determines what type of experience you have, whether it's an astral projection or a lucid dream. So let's dive in and explore these two types of experiences. And I'll share one of my own experiences to demonstrate the points that I'm making. So first, I'll mention the main similarities between astral projection and lucid dreaming. They're both a type of out-of-body experience, meaning you experience yourself beyond the confines of your physical body. And they both take place in a type of non-physical reality, meaning a dimension of reality beyond the physical dimension. So you astral project and your consciousness enters a higher dimension and you experience yourself in that astral dimension in a very real and direct way. And in the same way, you become lucid during a dream and suddenly you're fully conscious and aware in another level of reality. And you can directly interact with that environment in a very real way. So now let's discuss the differences. Probably the first difference that comes to mind is how these experiences are induced. So astral projection is typically induced in more of a direct way. Direct meaning there's no break in your consciousness. You're fully awake, you lay in bed, you do a meditation, and you leave your body. In other words, you enter the state of astral projection directly from the waking state, 
Now, lucid dreams are typically induced in more of an indirect way, which usually involves falling asleep and then becoming lucid during a dream. And usually this is the result of some kind of subconscious trigger that awakens your awareness in the dream. So when I say indirect, what I mean is that there's a break or a lapse in your conscious awareness. Now, of course, there are direct lucid dreaming methods. For example, awake-induced lucid dream. So this is induced in a similar way to a typical astral projection. So you lay down, you do a meditation, and you enter the lucid dreaming state directly from the waking state. But we can explore these different types of lucid dreams in another episode. So the next difference is your state of consciousness during each experience. And I'm mainly referring to the strength and intensity of your awareness and lucidity. If you consider a spectrum of awareness from 1 to 10, 1 being the weakest and 10 being the strongest level of awareness, then typically lucid dreams will be anywhere from the 1 to 6 range. An astral projection can be anywhere from a 4 to 10 range. For example, a 1 on the scale would be a very weak level of lucidity. So for a lucid dream, you know you're dreaming, but you're still swept away by the dream scenario. You don't actually take any conscious actions. It's more of a dim intellectual awareness of the fact that you're dreaming without any real consequence in your experience. And this level of lucidity can go all the way up to a six on the scale during a lucid dream, which for a lucid dream is an incredibly strong level of awareness. So in this case, you're fully lucid, you're in full control over your actions, there's a hyper-realistic aspect to your perceptions, probably even more real than your physical perceptions, and you're able to manifest your intentions with ease. Now, in terms of astral projection, the lowest level of lucidity can actually be stronger than the average lucid dream level of awareness. So, if you're on the lower end of the spectrum during an astral projection, let's say a 4 on the scale, then your perceptions might seem a bit foggy, like your vision isn't very clear, your movements are sluggish, you feel heavy. It requires a lot of effort to move around. Now, if you have a strong level of awareness during an astral projection, let's say a 7 or 8 on the scale, then your vision and your perceptions are crystal clear and radiant, far more so than in physical reality. You can move and fly and manifest your intentions with ease. 
especially as you start to enter higher and higher dimensions. Because the thing is, the dimension that you experience directly correlates with your state of consciousness and your level of lucidity. So if your consciousness and awareness is weak, then you're going to be stuck in a lower level dimension. But as you begin to strengthen your awareness and raise your level of consciousness, you begin to access higher and higher astral dimensions. So a 10 on the scale in terms of astral projection is beyond any typical astral projection experience. This is a completely transcendent state of consciousness in which you become one with your higher self. You become one with the collective consciousness and it's characterized by a deep feeling of bliss and a direct connection with a higher consciousness in which you receive truth and knowledge and insight directly flowing from this higher aspect of consciousness. And the dimensions that you experience during this heightened state are far beyond what physical concepts can actually describe. These are very abstract and surreal dimensions of reality. Another important point regarding the differences between astral projection and lucid dreaming is the degree that your subconscious mind is able to influence and affect the experience. Now, I mentioned the lucidity scale being from 1 to 10. So we can consider the normal dream state to be a zero. So in other words, you have no lucidity, you're completely immersed in the dream scenario, and this dream scenario is a manifestation of the subconscious mind, right? Dreams are essentially platforms for deeper levels of our consciousness to be expressed. And so they're completely subjective experiences. But when you become lucid in a dream, you're typically still in that subconsciously generated environment and scenario. So you can take conscious control of your actions, but the dream scenario will still be playing out around you. Only now you can react to it lucidly or take control over it and change it and manifest a completely new scenario or environment, which will spring from your subconscious mind. But you're still experiencing a reality that is flowing from deeper portions of your consciousness, at least on the surface. But under these surface level subconscious manifestations is another reality, the astral dimension. And if you're able to raise your consciousness to a high enough level, you can actually transcend these subconscious manifestations and you emerge into an objective level of non-physical reality, which is the astral dimension. In other words, the reality is no longer a subjective outpicturing of your subconscious mind, but it's a consensus 
objective level of reality, much like the physical world in the sense that it's a shared reality which exists beyond our own mind. It exists whether you're there experiencing it or not. And there are other independent conscious beings that inhabit these astral dimensions. And so in this way, the major difference between a lucid dream and an astral projection becomes apparent. And with practice and experimentation with varying states and strengths of consciousness, you begin to learn how to transition from a lucid dream into an astral projection as you're able to raise your consciousness to higher levels. And it works in the other direction too. So if you have an astral projection, but you lose your conscious awareness, the experience can quickly begin to be overrun by subconsciously generated elements. And you may even eventually wind up in an ordinary dream state, having lost all conscious awareness. So I'd like to share one of my experiences from many years back, which demonstrates these variations between lucid dreams and astral projections. So I woke up early in the morning one day and decided to have an out-of-body experience. So I did my early morning technique and probably within five minutes, the projection was triggered. So I floated out of my body and I was in my room. My vision was blurry, so I knew I needed to raise my consciousness. So to do that, I looked at my hands, and I looked at them with a lot of focus and concentration. So when I first saw them, they looked blurry, but within moments, the clarity sharpened, and with that, my awareness increased, and my level of consciousness expanded. And I flew through my window. It was a beautiful sunny day, but it was a different neighborhood and I didn't recognize any of the houses. And I saw in the distance these huge buildings, like these large skyscrapers that aren't there in the physical dimension. So I flew over to them to investigate. And as I got closer, I realized that they were made of this shiny, reflective, metallic material. And I could see myself in the reflection, and it was so fascinating because I looked like a perfect version of my physical self. Like, none of the aesthetic flaws that most humans are born with were there. So I rubbed my hands over my face and this gave me another incredible boost of lucidity. And I flew right into the building, straight through the wall. And I realized that this was a huge apartment building. So I was flying around exploring different units, observing different people engaged in different activities and conversations in their apartments. And it was interesting because even the walls inside this building were made of this reflective metallic material. So I'm exploring this building, watching these people, and they didn't seem to perceive me. So after a little while of this, 
I started to lose my lucidity and I eventually shifted into a complete autopilot state. Like the experience essentially became a dream. And the next thing I knew, I was being chased by this angry guy. And he was chasing me all through this building, through the staircases and the hallways. And I found myself cornered and he was coming right at me. And it was like this fight or flight response was triggered within me. And suddenly I gained lucidity and I screamed, this is a dream. And all of a sudden my fear was gone and I was completely lucid. But this guy was still coming at me. So I stopped him with my intention. So he was standing right in front of me and he was still looking angry. And I asked him who he was. And he said, you know who I am and you know what you did. And so I responded, you know your dream character in my dream. And he said, I don't care about that. And I didn't want to lose my conscious awareness. So I looked at my hands to increase my level of consciousness because I knew I had already lost my lucidity once and I didn't want to make the same mistake again. So as I looked at my hands, it was like my vision magnified in and I was able to see every particle on the surface and inside my hands like I had x-ray vision. It was incredible. And as I gained this x-ray vision, my entire consciousness expanded and I achieved this ultra heightened state of consciousness. And then I looked back up and the guy was gone. And the environment was different. You know, when I first entered this building, the walls were made of this reflective metal. But as I slipped into the dream state, the building transformed into more of a, a typical building, you know, with wallpaper and painted walls. And I noticed that when this guy was chasing me through the hallway, the walls were a beige color. But after my consciousness reached this higher level, everything became this shiny metal again. And the guy who was chasing me was gone. And my consciousness was so enhanced that I started to receive these insights. Like this information was just flowing into me from this higher source. And I was told that that guy was part of my subconscious mind. And when I raised my consciousness, every aspect of my experience that came from my subconscious mind was gone. And I was now perceiving the actual environment as it truly exists. And when I let my awareness slip and weaken, my subconscious mind began to step in and projected elements into my experience, like it was projecting them over the true astral environment, almost like the objective reality was hidden underneath these subconscious projections. And this experience demonstrated that perfectly because now everything was just like it was at the beginning of the experience when I was fully conscious in the out-of-body state. So I continued exploring a bit 
but I eventually went back into my body to journal the experience. So pretty much all the points that I mentioned before regarding the differences between astral projection and lucid dreaming were demonstrated during that experience. You know, I was fully conscious out of my body, just exploring the astral dimension. My conscious awareness slipped and my subconscious mind took over. So I entered the dream state, but then I became lucid. So at that point, I was lucid dreaming. But the dream scenario of the guy chasing me was still taking place. Only now, I was able to control the situation. Then I raised my consciousness beyond that, and I transcended all subconscious elements of the experience. And after countless experiences and experimentations of this nature, there's no doubt in my mind that this is the way it works. And it's been confirmed by other out-of-body explorers as well. So I hope that gives you guys some insight into the nature of these experiences. And I'm going to wrap up the episode with that. So thank you so much for listening. And stay tuned for the next episode. I have some really crazy experiences lined up for you, as well as some pretty awesome techniques that you can use to achieve these experiences yourself. Talk to you next time.